This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The U.S. House passed the Renewable Fuels Association Integrity Act. It had been introduced by Representative Colin Peterson of Minnesota and Dusty Johnson of South Dakota. This would not have happened without Peterson's influence with Speaker Pelosi. The original version of the bill aimed to increase transparency in the renewable fuel standard and ensure any way volumes are reallocated. It would also ensure key information surrounding small refinery exemptions is publicly disclosed and would set a deadline for refineries to submit SRE applications, ensuring that the U.S. EPA would reallocate wave volumes to non-exempt obligated parties. This was what I was talking about. It would require the EPA to reallocate gallons waived under SREs to other blenders so that the 15 billion gallon RFS is not diluted. Growth Energy applauded passage of the bill. After years of EPA mismanagement, this legislation would finally give farmers and biofuel producers a long overdue peak at EPA's secretive and destructive process, unquote. Now Senator Julie Ernst is what she says she is. She will take this and run with it in the Senate. If she cannot get a vote on this in the Senate from McConnell, then she should probably not be there. Republicans have been big talkers as ethanol supporters, but when it comes to doing, we've gotten slighted. Only around election time do we get any real attention from them. So let me get this right. If we elect a Democratic Senate and put Biden in the White House, this bill becomes law. And if we don't, we get booted for big oil after the election by Republicans like last time? Gosh, let me think about that. It is still a fact that Donald J. Trump cost his 1.5 billion bushels of corn demand with his SREs during his term. Joe Biden has the opportunity to come here in person and seal the deal on ethanol and the RFS from the opening that the Republicans have created by choosing big oil over ethanol as they have done the past three years. Iowa Senate candidates are exchanging lies about one another. One of them says that Joni Ernst took $300,000 in oil money. Did she? Ernst is behind the polls and Trump is neck and neck with Biden in Iowa. Now is the time when we can bring political pressure to bear on both of them. They need to get Biden on record that he would sign the RFS Integrity Act. One of the markets that we're taking off risk is crude oil. The failure to come up with an agreeable COVID aid stimulus bill pushed the market over. Crude oil stocks have been declining but are still nowhere near normal. Gasoline demand is flattened out, marking where the economic recovery appears to have stalled. Ethanol production fell by 7 million gallons last week and stocks also declined by 13 million. Ethanol is again back 15 cents a gallon above unleaded gas, which discourages discretionary blending. It is politician time ahead of the election, and that has brought up livestock price discovery as something being discussed. They talk a lot but do little. Nebraska Senator Deb Fisher introduced a bill called the Cattle Market Transparency Act. It would require beef packers to report the number of cattle that they have scheduled for delivery over the coming 14 days, same as hog packers do. The bill would require USDA to determine a minimal number of regional negotiated cash cattle trade that would be mandated. The U.S. Cattlemen's Association favors the bill, while the NCBA opposes it. When push comes to shove, the NCBA always sides with packers. The Iowa Cattlemen's Association wants to know what Southern Plains feedlots get paid for cattle, believing that there is a packer feedlot relationship in the South that harms them in the North. 
At the very least, they want equal treatment, which they believe they do not get. The U.S. Cattlemen's Association represents the Corn Belt cattle industry. The Department of Justice is going to do nothing to address fair price discovery, so it will take some specific new law to make any difference. It won't take months before a vaccine can rein in the pandemic further. There, frankly, will be no return to the old normalcy for the economy. We will have a new normal. There is still a remote chance that Republicans will concede to Pelosi's COVID aid spending bill if their polls deteriorate into the election. $2.2 trillion is just what the Fed wants in stimulus. The bill would extend unemployment benefits and give Americans a second $1,200 aid check. A little of that should find its way to the meat counter. That doesn't mean that Packers will share any of it if it does. It will soon be winter and as folks retreat inside, it will not do meat demand any good. I think that both pork and beef markets will become more dependent on exports. Mexico has turned out to be a phenomenal buyer for U.S. pork, while China surprised the trade last week by purchasing a significant amount of beef. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.